0: to go yes you do you sparkle to me like 24 carats
1: We magnify. we magnify Jesus, Jesus. Your Jesus. name is Yahweh. You're my Redeemer. My Redeemer. You're Jehovah. Jehovah. Amen. You're
0: our Redeemer. Yes, Lord. Jehovah Jireh. Thank you, Jesus. You are our provider. Hallelujah. Your name is Yahweh. Yes, Lord. Our Redeemer.
1: And we're just going to magnify you.
0: Oh, magnify the Lord today. You should magnify the Lord in your yes.
2: Stars, I see the sauce
3: say, this time, I'm much stronger. This time, I'm much stronger. Why? Because his mercy endure forever. That covers it all. Amen. Praise God. Come on, let's put our hands together. I want you to help me say this. Those it that's got the CD, I know you know this part right here.
2: The I'm a fan and praise beyond.
1: Name of Jesus. We call on you because you're the great I am. We need you right now, not just a visitation, but an insaturation and habitation of your power, your person, and your presence. Because without you, we irrefutably
2: can do nothing. Not for glory. Come Come on in, 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 Jesus. I wish I had someone
1: that loved the Lord today. Just invite him in. Come on Jesus, come on in this place. I feel the oil. Let's just, come on everybody, we all can lift him up and just magnify him.
2: Sing glory to you,
1: ought to join in. Let the glory
4: i'm nina taylor with this week's gospel news james fortune was born november 29, 1978 in richmond texas he was raised in church where his dad was a pastor he started out playing the drums at the age of five graduating from high school in sugarland texas then attending cal state northridge and becoming the choir director of the dimensions church of houston texas As much more as a preacher, choir leader, master of ceremonies, and worship service manager, Fortune Strength is in understanding how to put gospel and praise songs over to a young 21st century audience. And with his featured choir, fire, which by the way stands for Free in Yahweh's Abundance, he freely incorporates hip-hop arrangements and urban beats into his recordings. Now in 2004, his debut album, You Survived, 2007, The Transformation, 2010, Encore, and identity and grace gift both recorded in 2012 his first live project live through it appeared in 2014 in early 2017 fortune issued the single i forgive me prior to the release of his fooling dear future me which appeared later on that year the studio album dream again arrived in august 2019 which also included spots from todd galbert deborah carolina lisa noel smith and many others Singer, recording artist and pastor. Wes Morgan took a long, hard road in finding his calling in life. The son of a pastor, Morgan spent his childhood traveling and singing gospel songs with his parents and siblings. At the age of 10, he began using drugs and drinking, which led to several jail sentences and a whole lot of time in recovery centers before he finally emerged from his cycle of substance abuse. He began helping others with the same unfortunate path, which became his mission in life. He eventually established established a non-profit organization focused on drug and alcohol prevention and recovery. He also founded Bowie World Music, a music and film production company. Morgan's debut album, Look at Me, released in 2007, was quickly embraced by the Christian and gospel communities, allowing him to tour and promote his foundation and mission. His second album, Under an Open Heaven, appeared in 2010. Maverick City Music started with a dream to make space for folk that would otherwise live in their own separate world. They've broken the unspoken rules that exist in CCM and in the gospel world. But more importantly, Maverick aims to be a voice for the community of creatives that believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, but have been pushed to the margins of the industry of church music, which brings them together. The 2022 Stellar Gospel Music Awards are coming up in a couple of weeks. CC Winans is the most nominated artist for 2022, with several nominees. Including Artist of the Year, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, and the Albertina Walker Female Artist of the Year, all for her live album, Belief Board. Pastor Mike Jr., Tamela Mann, and Jonathan Reynolds all have multiple nominations. The 37th Annual Gospel Music Awards will return to Atlanta, Georgia, with a live tape ceremony. Jacqueline Carr and Kira Shear will serve as this year's co hosts. Remember, you can see it all across the U.S between August 13th and September 7th. Winner of the 2021 Stellar Award for Artist of the Year Pastor Mike Jr. received eight nominations including Producer of the Year Artist of the Year, Male Artist of the Year Album of the Year, Song of the Year for his album I Got It Singles Ministry Volume 1 Tamela Mann, Jonathan McReynolds and Mally Music, also Todd Delaney have six nominations. Kelante Gavin has five while Maverick City Music, Israel Holton, P. Dewey Smith Jason Claiborne have four nominations, and this year, Ricky Dillard will also take home the James Cleveland Lifetime Achievement Award. Congratulations to singer Melba Moore. She earned her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Here's this week's top 10 gospel songs. Number 10, Lamont Sanders with He Kept Me. 9. Tamela Mann, He Did It For Me 8. Erica Campbell, Positive 7. Brian Courtney Wilson, Sure As Number 6. Todd Delaney, Featuring Smokey Norville, Satisfied 5. Ja'Calyn Carr, My Portion 4. Ricky Dillard, All Of My Help 3. Charles Jenkins and Fellowship Chicago, Featuring Stephanie Mills With Never New Love 2. James Fortune, Never Let Me Down And our new number one song comes from Fred Hammond titled hallelujah well that's your top 10 songs and your gospel news i'm nina taylor let's get back to more great gospel music on this great station
5: The devil is walking about Story of Job. Job the fourteenth chapter, verses one and two. The sons of God were sitting down, and Satan was Satan was there also. two times, God asked Satan, where have you been? Satan told God that he had been walking about, up and down, to and fro in the world. Have you considered Have you considered my son My son, Joe No, he said, my servant Have you considered my servant My servant, my servant, Joe You know, Joe was an upright man That means to us, you don't have to do nothing wrong, The Satan will attack you. God, mm-hmm. Said, have you, Lord, have you considered my servant, my servant, my servant, Job? A servant, a servant of God. That means you don't have to do anything wrong for Satan to attack you. Cause the world around Satan always seek you out. hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Seeking to devour you He seeks to sift us Lord, Lord, and we Oh, he seeks to sift seek us Seek to sift us Lord, just like, just like we Night Michael Jackson passed away from this world I sat down there in my room And I thought about How much How much he loved this world You can't love this world it will destroy you, it will destroy you, only God has the answer for this trouble, not this trouble, oh this trouble, this trouble world of ours, Just remember God this world is It is not It is not our home You're only working out Like God said You're working out your soul your soul salvation while you're here and he said be trembling while you're working out your soul salvation just remember this world Lord is not 14th chapter, verses 1 and 2, but you know, after looking at Job 14th chapter, verse 1 and 2, it speaks about a man who's born of a woman, and you're full of trouble. Satan is part of that trouble Cause we're born All born Born in sin Jesus Lord he came to deserve Our father's son To save us From our our, our iniquity, and Satan, the adversary, all who seek to destroy us. That's why again I tell you, like in First Peter 5, verse 8 and 9. Lord, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, Lord, the devil, seeks to destroy you. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, Lord.
3: Welcome to the Everyday Hotel. You'll be on the second floor and your other room will be on the 14th. Wait, we asked for connecting rooms? These are 12 floors apart. We tried, ma'am, but technically they're only 11 floors apart. We don't have a 13th floor.
2: (laughs) We can't be 11 floors away from our kids. I don't see a problem. Stuart!
4: When you want separate rooms, but not that separate, it matters where you stay. Only Hilton offers confirmed connecting rooms at the time of booking. Hilton, for the stay. Mm-hmm.
5: Verses forty through forty-three. There are true and false believers in the church today, but we as believers should not be dead. Because only Christ is qualified to make the judgment. Judgment is for Christ to make. If we as Christians don't stop judging, if we continue to be dead or oh, we shall be just also Do not did you be just Well, church dare not Did you be just Let the wheat and the tad all grow together. Let the wheat and the tad all grow, all grow together. Jesus. At his second coming And the host of angels Will judge and separate Jesus and his angels Will separate
6: good morning this only school lesson for sunday uh for sunday july the 10th 2022. devotional reading will come from songs 107 uh, 1 through 20 and the text will come from john the fourth chapter the forty sixth through the 54th verse um, and our uh, uh, large subject um Our large subject for today is never too far away. Let's see, can we add that right quick? N E V E R, never. Two. K F A R A W A Y. It was too far away. Never too far away. Never too far away. Okay. We hope everything is going well for you and that um, God has been awfully good to you. Um, God is in control, you know. He's always in control. He's in control of everything. Um, We hope you had a good week. Um... We've had some rains and some storms moving through. Um, Storms moving through in all parts of the country. And um, we are happy that, um, we are happy that, We are live. Let's see. We're posting. We're going to change a lot of these things here. Okay. Let's go ahead and edit. Okay. Uh, We're going to go ahead and edit. The um, broadcast for today. Uh, Edit the post. As you know, um, um, Lesson text. Do, 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 do. Lesson text. Let's go ahead and put that in there. Sunday, July 10th, time of action. Okay. All right. Time of action. Oh, let's see here. Let's get that out as we, um, key verse, key verse is John 4 and 53. We're just going to look up John, the fourth chapter. Uh, Okay, Sunday school lesson, S-U-N-D-A-Y, Sunday school. Sunday school lesson, July the 10th. Sunday school lesson, July the 10th, uh, July the 10th, uh, let's see, mm-hmm. Sunday school, today is July the 10th, all right. Sunday school, that's in Texas. Okay. We're going to put all of this in here for you. So that you can follow along, God willing. All right. Okay. Okay go ahead and say that. We hope that you have been taking care of all you need to take care of. Um, that's being faithful, uh, keeping your vision focused on Jesus Christ, keeping your focus in, on Jesus Christ. Okay. All right, the um, text is never, the golden text is uh, John, the fourth chapter, 46 through 54, and it's never too far away. All right, all right, let us go back to our studio. Um, God is awfully good. God is awfully good. All right. Let us pray. Our Father and Savior Jesus Christ, the Maker and Creator of all things, thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity to teach that word. My sins are ever before me. Thank you, Jesus. Give me the wisdom and the knowledge to bring the word as I have placed it in my heart and teach in a manner that is Christ like in the character of you, Jesus. Be with us at Antioch, where Reverend Oliver is our pastor, who will be entered into the services tomorrow. The second Sunday in July, services will be taking place in the sanctuary under COVID guidelines. We know, Jesus, that the COVID uh, is rising here in Monroe County. We Be with us and guide us in in our protection and follow the nurse's uh, direction as he takes temperature and seat us accordingly. These many blessings we ask in our son Jesus' name. Amen. Brother Marv is our pastor. And he will be bringing a message tomorrow. As you can also hear it outside um, in the uh, parking lot through the radio station, which is uh, uh, 92.5. All you have to do is tune to 92.5 in the parking lot, uh, or you can come in under COVID guidelines and, and sit in the sanctuary. This is the summer quarter 2022, Unit 2. The word, the agent of creation. We're talking about God, the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God the Father, Jesus the Son, the one that did the work, and the Holy Spirit that is within us, keeping us in check until Jesus Christ returns. Devotional reading come out of Songs, one hundred seven, one through twenty. Uh, the background scripture come out of John, the fourth chapter, the forty-six through the fifty-fourth verse. That is also the text. John, the fourth chapter, forty six to through the 54th verse. And the key verse says, so the father knew that it was at the same hour in the which Jesus said unto him, thy son liveth and himself believeth and his whole house. John, the fourth chapter in the 53rd verse. Uh, the NIV version of that same scripture said, then the father realized this. Then the father father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, your son will live. So he and his whole household believed. John, the fourth chapter and the 53rd verse, the new NIV uh, version. And the large subject for today, never too far away. As a result of the in this lesson, the participants should be able to do these things. Understand the definition of the word faith and how Christ honors faithfulness. Christ honors faithfulness. Accept that faith in Christ strengthens the relationship between Christ and the believer. Accept except that, listeners, believers, that Christ strengthens the relationship between christ and the believer trust jesus by faith and action to do what we cannot do trust jesus by faith and action to do what we cannot do key terms for today's lesson is believe uh had faith and confidence was entrusted with cana a city in galilee heard Listen to, comprehend by hearing. Uh, household, an inhabitant, edifice, home, in your household, your place where you live. Okay. Royal official, royal in a, in an officer in the service of a king, nobleman. All right. Why this lesson matters. When we or our loved ones are sick, we are they sick restoration and healing. When all efforts fail, what can we do? Jesus invites our active faith-filled participation with his power to create a new life through healing. Faith in Jesus Christ, that he will heal, that he will take care of whatever the situation is, whatever you're going through. Faith. God has got it. God's got it. Absolutely. The lesson and focus Some of you may recall the final music selection if you believe in yourself from the movie The The Wiz*. In the film, Lena Horne sings, if you believe within your heart, you'll know that no one can change the path you must go. Just believe yourself as I believe in you. The song intended message is relevant to a healthy self-image. One's failure to develop a sense of confidence in his or her God-given capabilities can mean the difference between success and failure in everyday pursuits in life. Believing in oneself is not an ego trip. Rather, it is a matter of recognizing and accepting the possibility of making mistakes, learning from them, and persevering. In human relationships, it is frequently necessary to believe, trust, and have faith in someone or something else someone, or something else. How about that? Something to think about. Have faith in someone or something else. Um, From the biblical perspective, faith in Jesus Christ is the most worthy and reliable placement or belief of someone outside of self and others. Failure to believe that Jesus is God's son, the only way to spiritual life leads to eternal damnation. Belief in self has its place, but it, but if anyone desires to live life abundantly and eternally, then he or she must believe in the name of Jesus Christ. Believe in the name of Jesus Christ. Believing is the eternal theme of John's gospel. Believing is the eternal theme of John's gospel, and Christ is, an, is its object. Tragically, there were Those among Jesus' original audience who chose belief in self and their religion instead of him. Do you believe in yourself and your religion? You are off cue. You are wrong. You need to believe in Jesus Christ, God Almighty, your creator. However, Jesus encountered some with misplaced or misguided faith that he honored and rewarded. How about that? Jesus can do anything that he wants to. Whenever he gets ready, remember Job in the sixth chapter, in the first chapter, verses six through 12, how Jesus gave Satan permission to attack Job. God can do anything that he wants to when he gets ready. You don't necessarily have to do nothing wrong for Satan to attack you. But Jesus is aware of it. And in some cases, like he did, Job allows Satan to do that to test you, to see, are you real? John 4 and 1 refers to a reader back to John, the third chapter, twenty second through the 27, in which John the Baptist's law disciples were concerned that Jesus' popularity was exceeding John. Jesus could not have enjoyed such widespread success unless God had given it. And John's popularity's decline could not have occurred unless God had willed it how wonderful it would be if every minister accepted the principle that it is God's who gives the increase. It is God's that gives the increase. You can see that in First Corinthians, the 3rd chapter and the 6th verse. All power, ability, talent, intelligence, skill, beauty, everything comes from God. You can see that in Deuteronomy, the 8th chapter and the 18th verse. Nonetheless, nonetheless, Christ successfully ministered continually to create jealousy among John's followers and provoke questions among the Pharisees. Consequently, Jesus departed Judea for Galilee to avoid being drawn into this controversy. Christ did not want rivalry between his and John's disciples, nor to result in a public confrontation with the Pharisees. He took the shorter route by divine appointment through Samaria, where he began the first of his ministries in a variety of people, a sinful woman of Samaria, his disciples, a group of beloved Samaritans and a nobleman and his household. Remember that the purpose of John's gospel was to prove that Jesus Christ is God's son and that by believing in him, eternal life is received. And John 4 the writer begins by explaining how these various groups of people came to believe this truth. Jesus encountered it with the Samaritan woman. The initial instance of cross cultural evangelism proved his identity as the Messiah. The healing of the nobleman's son reinforces true identity to produce faith in him and the lives of John's readers. The common denominator among this variety of people is how, Their faith moved from unbelief to belief in Jesus Christ. What was the real motive behind the Galatians receiving an unwelcome Jesus? How does the nobleman request expose the limit depth of faith in Jesus Christ? That's in verse 47. The other one is in verse 45. In what specific way do some believers demonstrate the need for signs and wonders to, to bolster their faith? Verse 48. All right. Insight. What is the message to us in the key verse for today's lesson? John 4 and 53. John 4 and 53. What is the message there? Is it that Christ's power to respond to human faith transcends time and space? The kind of faith that activates his power is confident faith. Faith that does not require seeing to believe. Is it not an automatic counter faith, but de- developed over time as believers walk obediently with him and experience his transformative grace? The nobleman's faith evolved to this level during his encounter with Jesus. Author Warren Wisby provided an interesting explanation of how this occurs and led to the miraculous healing of the nobleman and his household's faith in Jesus as the Son of God. This man began with Christ's faith. Crisis faith, crisis faith in a situation where you can't do nothing about you in a crisis. The main urgency for his son, the man's urgency for his son's healing drew him to an encounter with Jesus Christ because he was desperate and saw Jesus as his only recourse. After leaving Jesus' word, the man's crisis faith became convinced faith. Crisis faith transformed into convinced faith convinced faith calmness overcame fear to the degree that the nobleman delayed returning home until the next day his convinced faith progressed into committed faith look at that convinced faith into committed faith committed faith after his servant noted his son's healing in the exact time Jesus declared it as already done finally the man committed faith became Catching faith. <laughs> Somebody else got that same faith by seeing when it transpired in Nomad and his son and in their household. Somebody else. See, that's why you need to walk upright and be like Christ's character. Do what Jesus Christ does in your life and your walk in this earth. Because that will be like catching faith. Somebody else will see what's happening in your life, the difficulty you're going through. And guess what? It will happen for them as well. All right. Finally, the man's committed faith became casting faith as he witnessed to his entire household. And both he and they believed on the name of Jesus. Those engaged in this lesson have arrived at the level of confirmed faith. Christ has proven his power to heal, deliver, protect, provide multiple times in their lives. The responsibility of those possessing confirmed faith is to activate and demonstrate contagious faith. (laughs) by witnessing to others about our Lord's power to do all things and more than they put their trust in him and more when they put their trust in Jesus Christ. Let's look at the exploration for a minute here. The lesson applies the platform for you to access their faith level at an unpacked contents and purpose. This lesson gives you an opportunity to access your faith at a level as they unpack the contents of this purpose, Jesus Christ's purpose here on this earth. The expected outcome is commitment or recommitment to trust God's word regardless of the circumstance, time or distance. Trust God regardless of the circumstance, time or the situation or whatever you're going through. Just trust God. Have faith in him. He's going to do what he said he's going to do. He is the promise keeper, the real promise keeper. A discussion that the nobleman faith transformed into saving faith in Jesus Christ. To share experiences they have had that helped them grow to a point. this share experiences that help you grow to a point of taking Jesus at his word. Can you do that? Trust Jesus to taking Jesus at his word without seeing the outcome. You want to get to some place safely, walk out the door, start the car, and head in that direction, not knowing that you will get there safely or not, but going forward to get to where you want to be. That's faith without seeing the outcome, not knowing whether or not you will be there safely or not. You could run into an accident, a storm, or whatever, but you're going in that direction. Direction to get where you want to. That is faith without seeing the outcome. As a possible application, uh, list the essential things needed to develop unquestionable faith in Jesus, power to meet their needs without prior, tangible evidence. Identify an area that need to you need to pursue to demonstrate that kind of faith. Choose prayer partners to pray with you about the choices in your faith and what you do in your faith and strengthen that faith. It's all about, it is all about, it's never too far away. All right, let's begin our lesson. Uh, this is a uh, commentary on John, the fourth chapter, verses 46 through 50, verses 46 through 50. So Jesus came again into Canaan, to Galilee, where he made the water wine, where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judah into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. This man is desperate. He heard that Jesus I turned water into wine. Remember at the wedding, there was no wine and Jesus told him to fill that jar and bring it to him and he turned it into wine. Somebody else witnessed that, okay? In verse 48, then said Jesus unto him, except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Except you see signs and wonders, then you will not believe. The no man said unto him, sir, come down here to my child. Thou. In other words, he was in a desperate situation. The man was in a desperate situation and he needed Jesus. He needed Jesus to save his son from dying. All right, Jesus said unto him, go thy way, thy son liveth. Therefore, the man's faith in what Jesus Christ could do based on what he had seen and heard in the past, God's, Jesus' son told the man, it's already done. See how powerful faith is? You need this or you need that. You have faith that Jesus Christ, God Almighty, the creator, son, would do it. It is already done. Can you think of something that you need right now? It's in the will of Christ, God Almighty, that you need done. It is already done. Jesus said unto him, go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him and went his way. He didn't even go back home to see whether or not his son was alive. He believed it right there at Jesus Christ's word. God replied, Jesus replied, Go, Jesus replied, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. All right. Powerful powerful words indeed. John 4. John 4 be, begins with Jesus' encounter with a Samaritan woman and his subsequent subsequent ministry in Samaria. At the Samaritan request, Jesus remained among them for, for a short period before departing or Galilee, his original destination, verse 43. John foreshadows the deception of unbelief awaiting Jesus in Galilee by citing a proverb that Jesus mentions regarding the lack of honor that prophets often receive among their own people. You can see that in verse 44. Also in Matthew 13, chapter 57, verse Mark, the sixth chapter, and the fourth verse. Ironically, the adage proved right among the Galileans then exposed their lack of genuine faith in Jesus. What has exposed your lack of faith? The Galilean wanted received Jesus, but their enthusiasm was not motivated by faith in him as son of God. So you can see that in verse 44, 45. It was apparent that Jesus' miracle at Canaan had little effect on their acceptance of him as the Messiah. The display, excitement among those attending the Passover in Jerusalem was motivated by curiosity, anticipation of seeing more miracles like those they had seen in John, the second chapter in the 23rd verse. After arriving in Canaan, where Jesus had performed a miracle at a wedding, remember turning the water into wine, he encountered a nobleman, a royal officer from the companion whose son was critically ill, that we talked about in verse 46, Speculation and concern the nobleman nationally, nationally and position varies. He might have been a Greek or a Jew, a centurion, a lesser official in the court of Herod Antipocus, Galilee's sitting ruler. Knowing the nobleman's identity is not nearly as important as the reason for his coming to see Jesus. His son was dying. He was in desperation over his son's illness and Jesus' reputation as the miracle worker drove the nobleman to seek Jesus. In verse 47, the nobleman desperately begged Jesus to accompany him to compendering and heal his son. The man was compelled to travel approximately 20 miles a full days journey to make his request. That means he was serious. He was in a dire strait. The view that the man held two erroneous assumptions about Jesus' person and power. First, he thought Jesus' power was limited by distance. Second, he assumed that Jesus could do nothing else for his son if the boy died before Jesus arrived. He had not come to a level of belief in Jesus' source of life and possessor of unlimited power over distance and death. That is a powerful understanding of what's taking place. Distance and power and time is infinite. Jesus Christ has no Barriers of distance, no barriers of time. He does what he wants to, when he wants to. And if you in his will, it will be done. Go, it is done. The you in Jesus' response to the nobleman plea in verse 48 This plural and addresses the nobleman's and the Galilee. Jesus' first miracle in Canaan should have been enough proof to accept him for salvation. Instead, they desired the continuous demonstration of Miraculous signs and wonders. Gen- genuine faith always recognizes and acknowledge Jesus for who He is. He is without requiring tangible evidence. See Hebrews 11: chapter, verse six. John the twentieth chapter, verse twenty-nine. First Peter eight and Second Corinthians five seven. The level of anxiety and no one experience left him too emotionally distraught to respond to Jesus rebuke of the unbelief around him. All the man could do was continue to plead for his son's life. You can see that in verse number 49. Jesus did not agree to accompany him back to Copinium. He calmly told the man to go home with the promise that his son was alive. You can see that in verse 50. The responsibility of what happened next belonged to the man because Jesus responded, the man unquestionable faith without seeing a sign. The nobleman was trapped, therefore challenged to believe that if Jesus could heal in Capernaum, that he could also heal from Canaan. The man took Jesus at his word and left his presence. The second sign, miracle in Canaan, reinforced John's purpose of proving Jesus to be the son of God, but also demonstrated that even misguided faith activates his power. The nobleman came to Jesus with a desperate faith, but left his presence with convinced faith. A desperate faith changed into a convinced faith. Believers are expected to demonstrate the kind of faith that takes Jesus and his words unquestionably. How we achieve that level of faith depends on how intimate and obedient our relationship is with him. How obedient and our relationship is with God. How obedient. Our relationship is with God. Powerful, isn't it? Huh? How about that? Okay. Why do desperate situations often cause lapses in faith? Do believers they require signs and wonders that you acknowledge Jesus' power? Is that your case? Is that what's happening with you? What's taking place in your life? What about your faith in Jesus Christ? Is there a lapse in your faith with Jesus Christ when desperate situations come? Do you call on Jesus constantly or is it only when you are in desperate need? Does your faith depend on how the Lord responds to your request? Or do you believe without sign that Jesus the Messiah sent from God? Do you believe it that Jesus Christ is God's son sent by God the Father? down to 42 generation, Do you believe it? Do you? Walking by faith is a testimony of what you believe. Do you believe that he can perform ministries through you? Do you follow his leading? Commentary. Let's go to John, last outline, uh, John, the fourth chapter, verses 51 through 54. And he was now going down that his servant met him and told him, saying, thy son liveth. Then acquired he of them the hour which he began to amend. And they said unto him, Yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth, and himself believed, and his whole house. In other words, it happened exactly at the time in which Jesus Christ, God Almighty, the creator, was telling him, Jesus' son, that his son was healed and to go. This is again the second miracle that Jesus did when he was come out of Judea into Galilee. And so on the second sign Jesus performed after coming out of Judea to Galilee. As the nobleman on his way home, and the nobleman on his way home, his servant met him and reported that his son was alive, completely healed. To confirm the miracle, the nobleman asked at the exact time. They responded that his son's fever left the seventh hour. Healistic time, the seventh hour, was about one o'clock in the afternoon. And the seventh hour that that counted from 6 a.m. at any rate, the time his son was healed was precisely the time, precisely exactly the time when he encountered Jesus and made his desperate plea. More importantly, he started home with nothing but unquestionable trust in Jesus' word. How about you? Do you have unquestionable trust in Jesus Christ? Do you have unquestionable trust in Jesus Christ? But lead to salvation of his entire, that led to salvation of his entire house. The same thing can happen to you. John ended his encounter with a review of the purpose of his gospel. He stated that, This miracle was the second, the 7 sign miracle reported as proof that Jesus is the Son of God and that belief in his name is the only path to eternal life. It was the second of these miracles that Jesus performed in Galilee. That's in verse number 54. The lesson reminds us that the essence of faith is to believe that everything Jesus said to us in his word is trustworthy and true without requiring signs and wonders beforehand. This episode in his ministry is also the assurance that we are never too far away from the reach of his power to heal, provide protection, and deliver. The blessed assurance is accepted by understanding that God does reward faith, but only according to his perfect will and purpose. God does, God does reward faith, but only according to his perfect will and purpose. It's got to be in his will and it's got to be God's purpose. All right? What, per, what personal evidence have you experienced that proved that Jesus' power transcends time and space? What experience in your life that has proven that in your life? Only you know, know that and Jesus knows that. You yourself know what that experience is, what that thing was that happened that transcend time and space. You know that. Crisis in your life require you to demonstrate the extent of your faith. Do you rely on Jesus or do you rely on your own ability for a solution? Which one? Do you rely on Jesus or do you rely on you for handling situation? In every we will face crises in life. God's word tells us that this in John 16 and 33 and 1 Peter 4 and 12, 5 and 8, James 1 and 2. What makes the difference in how we respond to them? This lesson has taught us that Jesus expects us to respond with unquestionable faith in his power to believe that time and space do not affect his ability or desire to help us. To respond this way consistently, you must be in an intimate, obedient relationship with him. The more your relationship matures and become more confident, the more you will trust the Lord, to respond with your best interests and needs in mind. Make or renew your commitment to prioritize deepening your relationship with the Lord so that you will return to him in faith during trying and testing situations. Let me make that clear. Make or renew your commitment to prioritizing deepening your relationship with the Lord that you will turn to him in faith during trying and testing situations all right unbelief in jesus christ as the son of god is a prevalent in the world today as it was among the jews in galilee what was happening back there then it's still happening today in his word. There is nothing new under the sun. There are people still today do not believe in Jesus Christ. There are folks that believe in Donald Trump and the government or whatever else instead of in Jesus Christ. There are folks that believe in anything else, uh, climate change, instead of believing in God, what God is doing with the atmosphere and things. Taking To reject and refuse to believe in him is dangerous. To reject and refuse to believe in Jesus Christ is dangerous. Without repentance, unbelief results in eternal separation from the God who expects us to demonstrate a visible personal belief in him as a witness to his incredible and unresolable. Every believer has a responsibility to proclaim the message of salvation to others so that those who believe in him will accept Christ as Savior and experience the joy of salvation for ourselves. The encounter With the nobleman demonstrates the kind of faith that Jesus was looking for when and looked for now. This the encounter with the nobleman demonstrated the kind of faith that Jesus was looking for then and he's looking for it now. Unquestionable faith in Jesus Christ and what he says and in his word. That is prevalent today. That is what is needed today. I said prevalent, but that is still. Uh, apply to today's situation hear the word believe the word then obey the word hear it believe it and then obey it your willingness to believe what he says is true measure of your faith your willingness to believe in god's word is the true measure of your faith that's the true measure of your faith throughout the world humans have are faced with crisis beyond their ability to solve. The question is not whether God is able to solve, resolve the crisis, but rather whether we trust him enough to submit the crisis to him. Stop mulling over and hanging on to stuff in your mind and in your head that got you you going through trials and tribulations. Give it to God. He has the weight and he has the mind and he has the ability to handle any things in the world. I don't care what you're going through. God can handle it. Give it to him. You can't do nothing with it, but make it worse. Your buddies, your friends, all the folks you trust in, the government, none of them can do it. Only Jesus Christ can, God's son. He sits at the right hand of the father waiting to hear you, call out to him, asking him for help. That's why he sits at the right hand of the father. That's why he came down to 42 generations, died on the cross, for you, that you may have in it. An interceder that you may have somebody that you go to to God for you. All right, He left you with the Holy Spirit that hears every groan and moan that you imminent from your body. He's taking care of you even when you don't know it, even when you're sleeping. When we trust God, He often provides a solution to our dilemmas long before we know He's done so. All right, let's take a quick look at next week's lesson. The lesson for Sunday, July the seventeenth, twenty twenty-two is bringing the light the devotion readings come from john the fifth chapter verses 31 through 40. the background scripture is john the 12th chapter verses 27 through 50 and the printed text is john the 12th chapter 44 through 50. all right we do not know what's going on personally in your life but god is aware of it he knows everything he knows your thoughts he knows your plans he knows whatever whatever your crisis is or whatever your situation is take it to jesus He's sitting at the right hand of the Father waiting to hear from you simply by saying, Our Father, our help, call him, call in anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All right, now don't forget about next week's lessons. We're doing the week, Monday through Sunday, we'll help you guide you through the week to keep you on the path of faithfulness in Christ. Monday, July 11th, you must be born from above, John, third chapter, verses one through eight. And on Tuesday, July the 12th, jesus brings eternal life that's in john the third chapter verses 9 through 17 then on wednesday july the 13th my rocked fortress and deliverer second samuel 22 verses 2 through 7 then on thursday july the 14th salvation comes from god psalm 62 salvation comes from god not from the government Salvation comes from God, not from your wife. Salvation comes from God, not your husband, your brother, or your money, or your bank account. It comes from God, salvation does. Friday, July the 15th, don't neglect God's message of salvation. Hebrews, the second chapter, verses one through nine. Then on Saturday, July the 16th, Father, glorify your name. John, the 12th chapter, verses 27 through 36. Then on Sunday, July the 17th, jesus the light of the world john 12 44th and 50th verse 44 through the 50th verse all right our prayer for the closing prayer for today dear god it is encouraging and reassuring to know that we are never too far away to experience your unfailing love strength and deliverance from the challenges of life we thank you for giving your son for our salvation and the Holy Spirit, as the guaranteed life eternal, in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Jesus, for the lesson for today. We give a shout out to all the folks that at Eternal Spring, Addy and all the world around the world that is listening to our lesson today. Never too far. The print passes with John the fourth chapter in the forty-six through the fifty-fourth verse. You cannot please God without faith. Remember that. You cannot please God without faith. And it calls faith, unquestionable faith in Jesus Christ. Just like the man, when he was in a desperate situation, he saw God, Jesus. When Jesus uh, answered his request, God told him, go, your son has, his living son has been healed. That's without him even knowing it. Trust God, He can handle your situation no matter what it is. On behalf of all of us here at Antioch, Number One Baptist Church there in Tona Spring, Reverend Oliver is our pastor, and uh all of the members at Antioch, we thank you. Make sure you join us for services tomorrow uh at nine a.m. in the morning. And the men's day is coming up uh you know, on the fourth Sunday in the in July with Representative uh Minister uh, Thomas C. Jackson will be bringing the message. Uh, it will be a powerful message, we believe, God willing. On behalf of all of us here at Antioch Baptist Church and the Housey Internet Radio, located at 231 6th Avenue here in Beatrice, Alabama, bringing you the message from my son's room studios here in Beatrice, Alabama. On behalf of all of us here, God bless you and you'll see you next time, God willing. Take care now.